If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain. It's free, firstly. And there's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will share your podcast for you so that it can be heard on podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make your first podcast episode all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome to Memoirs of Faith podcast brought to you by yours truly Verona and I'm so excited and glad that you are here tuned in listening to me share topics related to faith, food and fitness. I pray that wherever you're listening in from whatever episode you're tuned into that it would encourage you and help you stand in the word of God, help you apply these truths and these tips to these areas in your life. Hope you enjoy. Imagine you're in the school playground and you're being dared to do a handstand. You're being dared to jump off this high wall that you've never jumped off before in your life. Or you're being dared to do something that you know you shouldn't be doing in the playground. What are some of the things that you remember you either yourself or other children saying? I remember the saying, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. A few children that were so bold and so confident and I was one of them at one point. That's easy. That's just so easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And my background before I became a coach was literally working with children. And I'd hear it all the time. I would be amazed at some children and their fearlessness. They were so bold to be able to do things. And the Bible actually talks about us having childlike faith. And I I really do pray that, Lord, you'd give me childlike faith in some things. Give me childlike faith as I step out and do the things that you've called us to do. Give us childlike faith, Lord, when it comes to the things that we are afraid of. And that's my prayer now, even before I get in to today's podcast, is that, Lord, everybody listening, that you would give us childlike faith for the areas that we are afraid to go into because we're afraid that it's not going to be easy peasy lemon squeezy. I pray that you will still give us childlike faith, childlike boldness and confidence to be able to do the things that you have called us to do. So if I told you as an adult now losing weight was a walk in the park and all you had to do was A, B, C and just like a puff of smoke, you'd lose the weight. If you had 50 pounds to lose, you'd lose it. Bam, like that. I'd be lying if I told you if it was easy peasy lemon squeezy, it's not. And I'm not going to tell you that it's easy peasy lemon squeezy because it definitely isn't. And the things that we believe as children and the things that we have fearlessness to do as children is just so uncanny. And sometimes even adults have that sense of faith and trust in Christ and they're just able to know and once we have that once we grasp that it may not still be easy but we have the confidence that God will walk through it with us so making the choice to be healthy physically spiritually is sometimes easier to say than it is to actually do it and it takes a bit more than a double dose of willpower I got this I can do all things through Christ yes we can do all things through Christ but sometimes we need more than just a pep talk When we understand that it's a core issue, which could more often than not be rooted in unhealthy thoughts that produce the bad habits, that's then when we understand how we're going to walk through it with Christ. We often try to deal with the fruit and we actually forget about the root. So we're trying to imagine you're trying to cut down the things on the outside or you're trying to do all of these things to see how much weight you could lose and how you would look on the outside. But we forget to do the internal work. 
And I'm not saying that the outside isn't important. I'm not saying the external isn't important, but we have to go to the core of the issue. And sometimes for some people, that might be a case of deep rooted healing. Now, wherever you are on your journey with Christ in terms of losing weight, in terms of fitness, in terms of all of those things, exercise and nutrition, if God isn't walking on the inside with you, if you're not working on the inside with that, then as it as was in my case, I focused on the external and I had a meltdown. And that's in one of the earlier episodes, if you haven't listened to that story. But where I was focusing so much on the outside, I forgot about the heart. I forgot about the heart condition. I forgot about what it was that I was feeding myself. It, I forgot about what I was building and what I was believing and how I was walking out those negative mindsets and the negative thoughts that I was having. So trying to deal with the fruit, I completely forgot about the root causes of those issues and how I believed what I was believing about myself. So we see many accounts in the word about and thoughts about how we should think. And some of them are actually taken out of context to suit what we're talking about. So one, when I was doing my research for this podcast, I instantly remembered the scripture in Proverbs where it's talking about as a man thinketh, thinketh so is he. Now, I'm somebody who likes to do research. Now, I'm not saying that we cannot loosely use that scripture to Um, support what we're saying but at the same time there's context as to what that scripture was saying and in fact it doesn't actually refer to literal thoughts at all it's about the condition of a heart of the heart of somebody when they're inviting you to their home and they offer you food that's what it's talking about and if you read that proverbs if you read the whole chapter then that will uncover a little bit more so then when we're be when we're preaching and we're listening and we even we have that understanding as a man thinks so am I so if I start to think this that's what I become so where does that thinking come from now before I start going into a theology lesson and start teaching about Bibles let me take a few steps forward and focus on this um, session today so as I was saying so we see many accounts in the word about thoughts and how we think. And some of them are actually taken out of context to suit what we're talking about. So what do we do? How we speak, how we respond and react is a direct reflection of the thoughts that we think. So pause. When you're looking in the mirror at yourself, if you're somebody that's struggling with your nutrition at the moment and you're trying to do a fitness journey and you've had several disappointments before, when you look at yourself in the mirror, what are some of the thoughts that immediately pop into your mind? I want you to pause and think on that. When you see yourself, what do you see looking back at you in the mirror? How do you see yourself when you look at your reflection in the mirror? When you're dressed to go to an interview, what are some of the thoughts that are speaking to you? When someone says, you look nice, what is in your mind? When someone says, your hair looks nice, how do you respond? If we've been disappointed that the scales increase from yesterday to today, they've gone up, but we've stuck to our nutrition 100% and it's as if that we automatically go to autopilot and we self-sabotage all our previous efforts in that one split second and in that one moment we completely forget about all the hard work we've done all the hard work we've done with our nutrition over the week over the few months that we've been consistently eating well until we step on the scale and we have that moment oh my goodness what's the point what's the point I'm fed up. I'm just going to eat. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do that. You fill in the blank, whatever it is for you, you fill that in in the blank. And I know for me and my own journey, it was literally, oh, this is, I can't be bothered with this. And I would literally go and eat. I would 
comfort eat. And I would comfort eat my emotions, comfort eat how I felt, comfort eat. I would justify that I deserve it. I'm not feeling very good emotionally. So I'm going to eat rather than praying through it. I decided to eat through it. Now, it took me a long time to be able to add faith to these struggles. I could do it for everything else. I could pray for somebody um, who needed a job. I could pray for somebody who was sickness. But when it came to myself and my fitness struggles, I failed to see myself the way that God saw me. I failed to see myself as worthy to also be prayed for in the same way that I was praying for others when they were in times of need. Now, I believe God has laid this podcast on my heart to be able to encourage others who are in that same place that I was a number of years ago. And so when we're on that journey of self-sabotage and we're speaking negative and we just, it's almost like we're undoing all of what we've done with one, two, three single words that we say. Well, three is not single, is it? But I mean, with this, with the words that we say, one single sentence, one single phrase. So in that split second, it can change just like that. And I had a client and she was in this position. So she was in this position where everything was going well. She'd got a nutrition on point and we were celebrating that she's determined. And one of the things that I loved about this client is that she was transparent. And one of the things that she didn't do, she didn't come to me and tell me the things that she thought I wanted to hear her say as a coach. She was transparent. I can work with that and uncover some things. But when you're saying things that you think I want to hear, you then are getting in a place where you feel like you're disappointing me. I don't want to disappoint Verona, but that's not the case it's your journey and as a coach I'm helping you understand that it's your journey and empowering empowering that's the right word equipping and edifying you through the word of God to continue when we have a setback the Bible says a just man when he falls he gets up again if we have a slip up we can get back up again and learning it takes time the journey takes time especially if we have been so conditioned we've been so used to doing stuff in one simple way when we start to want to change our fit thoughts when we want to change our actions it can take time to adjust to that new way of living new way of thinking and new style of eating so back to my client so she was so disappointed that she stepped on the scale and she realized that oh my goodness I've increased and she actually asked me the question but how come how come I've been so good this week was her exact statement I've been so good and she was disappointed I could hear it I could see it it got me thinking how can I support you in this and doing my research in that moment for her it was like her world had come crumbling down and it's like everything had that she'd been fighting for everything that she'd succeeded in had meant nothing because she had gained or the scale had told her that she had gained. Now, weighing yourself, oh my goodness, sometimes we weigh ourselves at a particular day, the day before, and we weigh ourselves at another time on the day after. There are so many different things. If you're female, it could be hormones. It could be anything. It could be water retention. It could be the time of day that we're weighing ourselves. As I say, if you're female, it could be a certain time of the month for a female. And also the fact that our body fluctuates five to six pounds a day. So with that taken into account, sometimes that could be reflecting on the scales and how I encouraged my client that particular day was to try and write that down what it says there and then weigh herself another seven days the same time and see what it says now for myself it's been the same thing I stood on the scales and I was like whoa I'm heavier than I've ever been but I don't look the same as I did back then and in that split moment I had to be like Lord I ask that you will renew my thoughts right now because I could literally feel it I could feel like oh yeah no look at you none of this has helped you and it's about 
being in that moment aware of the devices and the schemes of the enemy. Now it's like, okay, Lord, no. Should I put on the helmet of salvation? For your word says that I have the mind of Christ. Help me, Lord, to think the thoughts that you think towards me. And it's a con continuity every single day the enemy does not want us to succeed he does not want us to grow he does not want us to come from the strongholds that he holds us in but when we have the truth illuminated on that darkness wow understanding the truth and applying the truth in those moments sometimes does not come quickly if we haven't developed a habit out of it and it took time for her to believe that there were different aspects that were going on for her body and to understand are you getting enough sleep are you under stress? These things can affect our weight and the scales can literally change from one day to the next. Now, I'm not telling anybody to get rid of the scales, but there are things that you can do and measures that you can put in place to not frequently weigh yourself as much. Let's go through your eating. Let's go through your water. Let's go through your sleeping. Let's go through stress. All of those sort of things that we'll kind of have a discussion about. And we may not be able to pinpoint exactly what's happening, but if there has been an area where nutrition hasn't been on point as it was, that could be a contribution. So then we'll work on it for the next week. And then knowing and being free that five to six pounds a day, our weight fluctuates by. Then we're able to be free and to walk in that truth. We're walking in the truth. And so knowing those truths help you then get further and understand, okay, as long as I've been doing A, B, C, D, then this may be a fluctuation. So the scales is a big topic on its own. And I spent a long time talking about the scales. But with my um, client that I was talking to, she was then able to understand, even though she didn't really agree with it in the beginning, because it was disheartening and discouraging for her because she felt like she had just been doing so good in the week. But when you gird yourself with the truth, if you can take anything away from that section is gird yourself with the truth actually my weight will fluctuate five to six pounds a day and then we can stagger out how many times you actually weigh yourself and then mark it down and then you'll be able if you if you went to a slimming world I used to go to slimming world if you go to a slimming world thing that's the same process that they actually use when they wear you once a week you come in you do your weigh-in as soon as you come into the meeting you do it the same time some people come in with the same outfit and they will come without eating breakfast and then they will get on the scales and then they'll come back the next week and then you'll be able to see the weight loss so that would be a true reflection or a true account of how you've been eating and in your diary and in your journal you will mark out how your nutrition has been going and that is something that I would encourage my clients that I'm working with to try at least if they're struggling with the scales so we're moving forward so your mind will naturally go in the direction of your most prevalent thoughts now for years and years and years I've battled and I know clients of mine have battled with the same thing of never feeling like they're, you're enough, never feeling like I'm enough. Everything I do must be questioned. Everything I do, there's somebody better than me. And that took time to work through. That took prayer, took time through therapy. It took time to work through and constantly filling my mind with truth. So the more that I filled my mind with truth is the more that I walked out the truth that I was filling my mind with, if that makes sense. So if people are listening and you're like, Verona, how do I think better thoughts when it comes to eating? when I'm obsessed with food. Well, let's see what God says. So summon it all up, friends. I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Put things into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God who makes everything work together 
will work you into his most excellent harmonies. That's Philippians 4, 8 to 9 from the message version. I'll read that again. Summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realised. Do that and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. And another exercise that I do with my clients is pay attention to the words you say. So as you decide and you're like, yes, I want to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to eat healthier. How do you describe your body? How would you describe your fitness at this moment in time that you're listening to this podcast? What about your energy? What about your self-control? What would you honestly say you are like with those things? If you keep telling yourself that you're fat, that you hate exercise, that's what you will continue to believe. And these very same beliefs will sabotage your efforts until our minds are renewed daily. Until we renew our minds. If you have to renew it in the, when you wake up. If you're doing it across the time of the day. Whichever time feels right for you. Whichever time that you know God is prompting you to do it. Renewing our minds every day. It's a constant thing that we have to do. So if we go to Second Corinthians 12. 7 to 10 from again from the message version says because of the extravagance of those revelations and so I wouldn't get a big head I was given the gift of a handicap to keep me in constant touch with my limitations Satan's angel did his best to get me down what he in fact did was push me to my knees no danger then of walking around high and mighty at first I didn't think of it as a gift and begged God to remove it three times I did that and then he told me my grace is enough it's all you need my strength comes into its own in your weakness once I heard that I was glad to let it happen I quit focusing on the handicap and began appreciating the gift it was a case of Christ's strength moving in on my weakness now I take the limitations in stride and with good cheer these limitations that cut me down to size abuse accidents oppositions bad breaks I just let Christ take over and so the weaker I get the stronger I become. Now that's a powerful portion of scripture and I love to read the message version because it puts it in such plain and simple English that we can use and we can reflect on. And that was 2 Corinthians 12, 7 to 10 in the message version. Love it. I love Paul's writing and I love Paul's teaching. I quit focusing on the handicap. I quit focusing on the problem. I quit focusing on what was wrong. I quit focusing on what I wasn't doing. I quit focusing on everything that wasn't right. I quit focusing on all of those things. And began appreciating the gift. So I appreciate Father God that I am strong enough to actually put exercise into practice. I'm actually strong enough. I'm of a right mind. You've given me the sound mind Lord God. To be conscious about the choices of nutrition and food that I'm putting into my body. I've been given the opportunity to connect with coaches that are outside. That are also faith based Christian coaches. I've been given the opportunity. The gift of a podcast where I can listen and put these steps into practice. I've been given the gift of a heavenly father to come into relationship with. He wants to know what concerns me. He's eager to have relationship. He's a relational God. Abba father. I can call you Abba father. I can invite you in to these things. And there you give me strength. Oh. Thank you, God, for this gift of a relationship that I have with you. Help me, Lord, to quit focusing on the things that are wrong, the things that I have failed in. And Lord, help me to focus on you 
Help me to take my limitations in stride and with good cheer. That may be harder for some than others, but help me to do that. Show me by the power of your Holy Spirit how to take these limitations in good stride. Give me patience. Give me the fruit of the spirit of patience to be able to take it in good stride and in good cheer. These limitations that show me the reality of exactly who I am and what it is. They cut me down to size, abuse, accidents, opposition, bad breaks. I just let Christ take over. And so the weaker I get, the stronger I become. Because it's in Christ, in my weakness, that you are made strong, God. Lord, where you need to take over, let me quit worrying about those things. I invite you in to take over. And where I'm somebody who's a natural leader and I like to take order, I like things in order and I always like to get involved. Show me what it is to take a back seat and let you get involved. But Lord, give me the courage to take the steps forward and then let you get involved. Not let me sit back and not do anything. Let me not misinterpret what the word is saying here. I'm not sitting back and doing nothing, but I'm allowing you to take over and you're helping me. I don't need to help you. Where I try to help you, that's where things have gone wrong. So I just let Christ take over. And so the weaker I get, the stronger I become. So Father God, I'm going to end this podcast here. If you want to get in touch with me, you can. I would love to get some DMs, some emails and some questions. Would love to answer them. The email is faithfoodfitness, all one word, at memoirs, M-E-M-O-I-R-S, of faith uk memoirs of faith.co.uk is the end part of that email and also you can reach me on instagram at memoirs of faith you've been listening to today's podcast and i'm so glad you're here father i want to thank you for everybody who tuned into this podcast and who these words resonated with and though weight loss eating right nutrition is never easy peasy lemon squeeze it but lord when we begin to have Christ's strength moving in on our weaknesses Help us to understand the power of that and give us a revelation of what that actually means. And let us be like Paul was, Father God. Now I take limitations in my stride and with good cheer, these limitations that cut me down to size, abuse, accidents, opposition, bad breaks, I just let Christ take over. Lord, if you could do it for Paul, you can do it for us. Father, surround us with the women of encouragement that we need to be surrounded with to help us in these times. Father, we want to be free from these limitations just like you did with Paul and you gave him your strength. I'm asking that you would give us your strength to take each step and each day as it comes. No longer shall we be afraid to take the steps, but we would be empowered with boldness. The same childlike faith that you tell us to have. Confidence, boldness, hope in Christ our king, the solid rock, our cornerstone. And I pray that you begin to speak to those that are listening. And as we take steps together, that you would help us with these things. And I pray this in Jesus name. Amen. You've been listening to Faith, Food and Fitness Memoirs of Faith podcast brought to you by yours truly, Verona. So glad that you tuned in with us. Looking forward to having you on the next episode.